Welcome to the Average Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Hinton. I am the Average Dad, and we will be talking about average things. So sit back, relax, let's dig in. Enjoy the ride. Hello, welcome back to the Average Dad Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Hinton, and we are here together again. Thank you for joining once again to the Average Dad Podcast. So let's just let's dig in. What what what's how is everybody doing? I hope you all had a great uh, a great week so far. A great week last week. Um, I tell you, I, last week I spent the end of the week in Houston, Texas, and um, the first time I've ever been to Texas. I was pretty excited about it, and so I was only able to spend two days there. But uh, I'll be going back here in a couple of weeks and. Um, Looking forward to kind of exploring the area in my downtime in the evenings uh, after work. So uh, that was that was pretty cool though. Uh, never been to Texas, so first time for everything. You know they say everything's bigger in Texas. I will say this: I had a fillet um, Thursday night, and I was able to cut it with a fork. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it was at an Italian restaurant, you know, for all that. I mean, for what it's worth, um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm dieting right now. So uh, I've cut sugar out and, and I'm trying to lose, um, you know, we'll just call it the COVID. Uh, I, I'll call it the COVID 40. Okay. No, I didn't gain 40 pounds over COVID, but I am trying to lose 40 pounds. So, um, so far I'm down like eight as of last Saturday, but I haven't got on the scale this week. So we'll see, <clears throat> especially, uh, well, Saturdays before last, sorry, especially after that filet Thursday night, but it was good. God, it was so good, but I did pretty good after that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, spent, uh, spent the end of last week in Houston, Texas and, and, uh, had a, had a, had a good time, good trip. And, uh, hopefully, like I said, I'll be back out there here in a couple of weeks um hey daytona 500 was this past weekend y'all know me i can't go I, I can't not talk about the 500 um new car on the track you know i i i was <clears throat> i was impressed with the new car um it it did i mean it raced i i thought it was a very good race uh there did there was a point there where they all just kind of lined up single file and and rode around and you kind of saw that coming from the Xfinity race the night before or the afternoon before. Um, but you know, another rookie, so a rookie won on Saturday and then another rookie won Sunday, Austin Sendrick with uh, team Penske and the number two, um, I think they were running discount tire, uh, sponsor this week. So congratulations to Austin Sendrick team Penske for for winning that one uh not that anybody from team penske is listening but if you are you can proudly support the average dad podcast just email me average dad podcast at gmail.com um but no that was uh it was a good good um a good race over the weekend um to, to get the nascar season kicked off right so hey while we're talking about sports how about this it's just came out just a few hours before uh, I recorded this. Bob Baffert, who is like the elite trainer for the horses in the Kentucky Derby, has been suspended for 90 days 
and the horse Medina or Medina Spirit that won the Kentucky Derby has been stripped of its Derby win. So I guess now it's just an average horse. It's no longer a Derby winning horse. But um, I guess they found some kind of uh, issue with doping of the horse. I mean, come on. Doping horses. Okay. All right. I guess it was some performance enhancing drugs, some PEDs, um, as they, they call it in the sports world. Um, also, you know, hey, the Winter Olympics are over. And let me tell you, I'm not a big Winter Olympic fan. Um, I'm really not a big Olympics fan to begin with. Uh, I'll watch it. I'll tolerate it. Now, during the Summer Olympics, it's on in our house because my wife absolutely loves watching the Summer Olympics. I personally, eh, no, not really. Just can't get into it. Um, but hey, the, the Winter Olympics ended uh, yesterday. I think it was closing ceremonies was on Sunday. And um, the U.S. finished that with 25, gold, uh, 25 medals. Uh, I think they were like fifth on the list, you know, eight golds. Um, so uh, congratulations, Team USA. Now, as you come back to America, you can be taxed for your medals. Thank you for going over and supporting and, and uh, representing our country. Now, give Uncle Sam his due because I, I've always thought that was pretty stupid and pretty crazy that, that we tax our Olympians when they come back with their medals. So obviously that medal is worth, you know, the price of gold or silver or bronze. And then they tax you based on how many you brought home. Poor Michael Phelps. I mean, he, he, he brought home quite a few, you know, I'm sure he had to pay a pretty penny there, um, for his gold medals. So, uh, let's see Alabama softball. I, I do like me at some Alabama softball, um, they are on a roll right now, so far undefeated. I think they're ranked number two in the country. It'll only be a matter of time before they before they run up to number one. Um, but they're they're rocking and rolling right now. So kudos to them. Uh, hey, hey, baseball spring training. What in the world is going on? You know the they 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 they, they met for five hours on Monday. And still have no real resolution or when spring training will start or, you know, I'm hoping that the day they say, yep, we're good. And then the Braves will make an announcement that they've re-signed Freddie and, and all this stuff. But, you know, I just don't understand it. Um, but it is what it is, I guess. Everybody's got to have a little bit more piece of the pie. And, and, you know, at some point that pie, though, it's, it's got to go away. Um, you know, I wouldn't think that that pie would, would be able to last as long uh, as they, they, they let it. I mean, doesn't pie go bad? I mean, pie's got to go bad. So, um, hey, something else I saw on TV. I just saw it actually today. They are making a Twister 2. Now, if you remember the original Twister, uh, Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt, um, oh man, the other guy's name just just slipped my mind. Uh, oh man. Anyway, he he you know he's he's 
passed away a while back and Bill Paxton passed away with a stroke, which, um, but they're making a twist or two. And I'm like, no, guys, just leave it alone. Let, let a good thing go. And, and, you know, Disney's bad about doing that too. You know, they'll go through sequels out there. And I think Disney's made a sequel for just about every movie that they've made. Uh, you know, Lion King had a couple, um, Cinderella's had a couple spinoffs. I don't think there's ever been one for Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. I will say that, uh, none for Bambi, you know, but I mean, the, 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 the spinoffs are just, they're not good guys. Toy Story 2 is where Disney should have stopped. And now you got three and four. Um, and I will say I've never seen number four. And I don't think I've seen all of number three. So, I mean, it was cool that they kept the same voices. But now, you know, they got the new Lightyear movie, the new Buzz Lightyear movie with, I think it's Chris Pratt or Chris Evans. I don't remember which Chris it is. Whichever Chris it is, it's going to voice Buzz Lightyear. I really wish it'd still be Tim Allen, but I understand they're going back in time and kind of laying out the story for Buzz and all that fun stuff. But I mean, let's leave leave Twister to leave Twister alone. It's going to theaters, but I think it's also going to HBO Max, like at the same time it releases in theaters. And I think that's the way a lot of things are going now is is the streaming services um, instead of instead of hitting the hitting up the the movie theaters. Although, I mean, we've we've passed a couple movie theaters here in the last few weeks and they've been packed. So folks are clearly going back to the movies and, and getting back to the normal routine that they were on. Uh, and, you know, and I say kudos to them. I, I we're, we're kind of back to our normal routine. Um, you know, it's still a little different sometimes where you have to go and you know, like at the airport last week, I was, you know, in a mask the entire time, which, you know, face starts sweating and then you get on an airplane and so, but you know, but I, I, I get it. I feel comfortable with it on in the airplane and, and, you know, to each his own about the whole masking deal. Um, but you know, also another sequel that's coming out this year. Top Gun 2. Now, I am excited about Top Gun 2. Um, and I hope it lives up to the hype like the Ghostbusters Afterlife did. You know, where we've waited 30 years for the the actual, you know, final piece of the puzzle. Uh, which, you never know, it might not be the final piece of the puzzle. Uh, it's kind of a cliffhanger left there at the end, uh, at the end credits. Um, but... You've got Top Gun 2. It's coming out May 27th, supposedly. I think it was supposed to come out like two years ago. Uh, but due to uh, the Rona or the vid, um, it, it got delayed again. And then the new Batman with um, Twilight guy, uh, Robert Pattison. Pat Pattison, I believe is his name. Pattison. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about that yet. I've got a buddy who's, hey, he's been on the podcast before a couple weeks ago, Andrew. He is a Batman nerd. I love you, buddy, but I mean a Batman nerd. He knows all things Batman, and he is geeked up about it, and he thinks it's going to be really good. Um, you know, to me, the best Batman was, of course, Michael Keaton. 
and he did a phenomenal job. Uh, if you're going to rank the second best Batman, I like Christian Bale's Batman. I like what Christopher Nolan did with those those movies. He did growl a little bit too much. You know that. <sighs> I, 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 yeah, I wasn't too big on that. Um, he just growled way too much. Um, but they were good movies. You know, I think you had what Batman and then Batman Begins and then The Dark Knight. And um, that was when Heath Ledger played the Joker. And whoo, y'all, that was that was an amazing, amazing piece of acting by Heath Ledger. You know, did it drive him to death? I don't know. You know, it's kind of weird that it all happened around the same time. And they said that he stayed in character. You know, that was the way he he played his his role. Um, you know, Joaquin Phoenix came back and did the Joker here a couple years ago. I watched that movie. We went and watched that movie in the theaters, and I'll never watch that movie again. Uh, that movie was disturbing to me. Um, Leslie loved it. Of course, Andrew just they all they loved it. But I was just eh. I don't think I'll ever watch that one again. Um, I was talking to, uh, to my cousins this evening and, and they were, I was kind of bouncing some, some podcast ideas off of them and they were wanting me to do the Marvel versus DC, but I don't think I can do that, uh, alone. So we'll have to just schedule some time. I know a Marvel guy and I, of course, Andrew's a DC guy. So, um, we'll have to schedule some time to get those guys in and, and we'll hash out Marvel versus DC. What's your favorite? Let me know on the Average Dad Podcast uh, Facebook page. Uh, throw it out there. Hey, you liking the Iron Man? Or you like Batman? You know, Superman or or Captain America, um, Catwoman or Black Widow? I mean, throw some throw some stuff out there on the on the uh, in the the Facebook group and and let me know what you think. Um, I think I'm more of a Marvel guy, but I'm not a die harder. If you know what I mean, I can, I can pay attention to both. So, but yeah, the new Batman comes out March 3rd. Uh, folks are excited about it. So, Hey, let's dig into, to this week's, um, this week's topic. So, you know, as, as I uh, just alluded to, I, I was talking with, um, my cousins this week or just earlier this evening, because the, the regularly scheduled guests had to postpone, and so they'll be on uh, at a later date, maybe later this week. We'll do some recording with them, but um, I'm really excited about that one. Um, talking to a family that has five children, four biological, one is adopted. They run their house like a tight, well, I mean, like a well-old ship. She, you know, she's a student. Uh, you know, the mom is a student. She's a cancer survivor. Um, you know, dad is a, is a nurse. He's in the army national guard. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a lot going on. I mean, you got five kids. There's a lot going on there. I think they range anywhere from the age of 13 down to, to two and whoo, that's a lot, but hopefully that'll be coming up soon. And also, you know, made a good contact this weekend, um, at, at church with a, a young lady that, is in the social work. Uh, she is a social worker. She's in the adoption field. So, um, you know, maybe try to get her on and, and we'll, we'll chat about maybe the, the other side of the spectrum, the side that we don't see, 
you know, it's all great and wonderful when people are able to adopt children. But what happens to those children that, that don't, they don't ever get adopted? Or, you know, they, they bounce from foster house to foster house to foster house. I mean, there's, they're, they're, they're just kids. And, and so that hopefully we'll be, we'll be able to, to, to talk uh, to her here in the, in the coming weeks. Um, but pretty excited. Got a lot of stuff coming, a lot of great ideas um, that are, that are going to be hitting, hitting the airways uh, in short order. So uh, pretty excited about what the future holds for the average dad podcast. So, Hey, let's, let's dig in. And so tonight or really, or today, whenever you're listening, I'm recording this tonight, right now. Um, let's talk about raising our kids in this crazy, crazy world. Okay. Um, just full disclaimer. I am not saying that I have it figured out at all because I don't. I clearly, I really don't. Um, I struggle every day raising uh, alongside with my wife our two children. Uh, there are days that we look at each other and go, wow, where in the world did we mess this up? How did we mess this up? Um, you know, and, and so and a lot of it could be, too, for, for us is I, I'm an only child. So I didn't have that competitive spirit built up inside the house with a sibling, a brother or sister um, that to 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 really help me to understand how it all works um, with a sibling. I had cousins, as I said, I, I've had cousins, you know, and we are very close. Um, they're actually, and we're going to have them on here soon. We're going to have just a, a night where we talk about some of our funniest things that happened to us growing up as we were such a close knit family. And we spent a lot of time with our grandparents and, and uh, there's some real comedy there uh, that, that we've got to take the top off of and really, um, really get down to, to some funny stuff, stuff that probably I've forgotten about. I'll probably have some stuff that they've forgotten about. Uh, I am much older or I am older than all of them. So therefore I was always the favorite of, uh, of the family and they all know that, but that's okay. It's okay. I love you guys anyway. Um, but so man, you know, we're raising children today in a, in a world that is full of, man, it's so full of evil. It's so full of, of, um, there are pitfalls everywhere. There are places that we can, we can go wrong everywhere. Um, and, and you know what, as a parent, there are times that we do need that positive affirmation that we are doing a good job. You know, that we are being a good parent. Um, just going back to, to my childhood, because I can't speak beyond that. Um, I had a great childhood. My parents were, were amazing. Um, still are amazing. I'm blessed to still have both of them, uh, here on this earth with us. And, and, um, you know, they, they raised me up and, and yeah, I was probably a little spoiled being an only child. Um, but you know, I also knew right from wrong. 
I knew when I messed up, I would be disciplined. Um, you know, my, my parents were, were big on discipline, big on manners. You know, it was yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Um, you know, but we didn't have, there was, there were not the things that are there to get us into so much trouble like they are now or to pollute us so much. So like there is now, um, you know, I can remember a story with, you know, as a bunch of us guys, a bunch of us boys, us probably no more than 12, 13 years old. And, and, you know, to breaking the rules for whatever reason, they thought that they would take a tube of toothpaste and, and eat the tube of toothpaste and that they would, they would get some kind of, um, high or reaction off of it. And I, well, of course I thought that was the stupidest thing in the world. Cause I thought toothpaste tasted nasty anyway. Um, I did not do that because I just, like I said, we really wanted to, to squeeze a tube of aqua fresh in your mouth. Ugh. That stuff's bad enough. Just, just brushing your teeth for the, the, what you're supposed to sing ABCs twice, uh, or something like that. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. You know, now I've got one of those those fancy motorized toothbrushes, you know, and I can put some toothpaste on it and buzz my teeth. And, you know, they're, they feel good after about 10, 15 seconds of brushing. Now, if my hygienist or uh, my, my dentist is listening to this, I'm sorry, but I do brush every day. Uh, maybe not to the lacking that you guys would prefer me to, but I do brush every day. My breath does smell sparkly clean all the time. Um Really, because I can't stand bad breath. And then, when, you know, when we all started wearing masks. Ugh. You couldn't handle bad breath. I bet I went through so many packs of gum when we were when we did the whole mask thing. Anyway, getting off topic. We had all these... We, we didn't have the same outlets, I think, that kids do today. Yeah, I touched on it a little bit last week with the, the social media and, and how now... It seems like everything is recorded nowadays. Um, you you can't go through, uh, you know. I'm sure students now can't go through a day at school without somebody recording something, whether it's through Snapchat or a video or an Instagram reel or a story of some sorts. Um, you know, they they just they can't go through a day without that happening. And our children today, this. Uh, Society has changed so much from the time that I was my kid's age. So my kids are, are you know, 15 and 8. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't remember. There, there wasn't all of these avenues to get in trouble. And I also, I don't remember. I'm sure it happened. But I don't remember the amount of violence then like we have now. Uh, this morning uh, I was, I was, I had just gotten up and, and was getting ready to kind of start my day and I turned on the, the TV and, and okay, I'm old. All right. I do turn on the news first thing in the morning. I used to turn on sports center and, uh, and now I turn on the news and, and watch it every day, uh, in the mornings. But, um, you know, I was, I turned on the news and it was like two 16 year olds were shot and killed last night in Birmingham. 
two 16-year-olds. Just a couple of weeks ago, there was some small kids that were, that one of them was shot and killed when they were playing guns with a real gun. For one, what are these parents, these adults thinking, leaving a loaded weapon just readily available for these children? What are you thinking? If you're doing that, you don't deserve to have a firearm. I'm sorry. You don't deserve to have a firearm. And oh, by the way, where were adults at when these kids were walking around with a rifle? Where where are they? What are they doing? I I mean, come on. We're, 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 we're having, there's kids dying every single day because they're, they're getting their, their parents firearms or the, you know, the parents aren't teaching these kids right from wrong firearm safety. We have firearms in our home. Uh, we have quite a few. But my kids know, one, you don't touch them. And, and two, you don't touch them. Um, I coach Little League's soccer, recreational soccer. The, some of these things that some of these kids talk about on the soccer field or that I hear in the parking lot or, you know, as they're in line at the concession stand and I'm inside the concession stand, you know, divvying out their Snickers bars and all that stuff, their candy bars and stuff. The stuff that they're talking about blows me away. The stories I hear that come home from an elementary school blow me away. The words that my son says that other kids in his class are saying blow me away. So what are we teaching our kids? You know, society as a whole is crazy. When I was young, we could get on our bicycles and we could ride the neighborhood and we could be gone all day long. But we knew that at dark, we had to be back home. And, and uh, you know, I would go out and, and ride my dirt bike or my four-wheeler or my go-kart or whatever we had at the time. And, and we would just go. And I'm sure my parents may be worried about me and where I was. And, the, you know, maybe we didn't, hope, hoping we didn't fall off or get hurt or whatever. Uh, we might have done some stupid things on four-wheelers and stuff. But, you know... I don't think they worried quite like we do now. We live in a very safe neighborhood, we feel like, and, and uh, you know, shy of, of, you know, somebody playing music too loud at their house or, or you know, revving up car engines. That's, it's a relatively safe neighborhood. 
But I tell you, I get nervous when my kids decide they want to go out for a walk or they want to go to their buddy's house that's, you know, down the road. That makes me nervous because we just don't know. This world is so crazy. My wife and I, we typically try to watch uh, TV together when we go to bed for a little bit. I mean, y'all know it's craziness during at night, you know, when you got to get the kids in the bed, you know, you come in from work and you get ready for, for dinner and, and you get all that cleaned up and, and one of, you know, homework or, or, you know, soon to be soccer practice, you know, until eight o'clock or so. And then you got dinner and all that stuff. So the, the only, the, the time that you get to spend with your spouse, and I think that's very important is, you know, maybe sometimes it's, it's when you get ready to go to bed and you both go to bed and a lot of times we'll sit and watch a TV show. Uh, we like the first 48. Um, and you know, it's that, it's a crime, uh, true life crime where, you know, they're, they're trying to solve a murder within the first 48 hours. They've been in Birmingham quite a bit before. Um, but watching that, man, it is insane how evil and crazy this place is. You know, when you can't, when, when, when adults can't go to a gym without the thought of potentially getting, you know, held up at the gym and, and somebody robbing them, that's crazy. You know, when I can't send my kid to, or my kid is scared to go to public school because there's bomb threats at the school because some kid doesn't want to 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 have a test that day. That's crazy. You know, just here uh, within like the last year, a student was stabbed at a local high school because she uh, looked or did something to another girl's boyfriend, talked to him or something. So how do we fix it? Ah, we just go stab them. What happened to, to, to handling it out behind the field house or, or going to the bathroom and, and, and duking it out or, or you know, or, what happened to talking, talking it out? You know, people now are crazy. Rather than use their fist to get things done, they decide, well, I'm just going to pull a gun. I'm going to end your life. And now... Let me say this, these idiots that do this or these idiots that, that go and, and rob people, do you really think you're going to get away with it? I mean, do you really think you're going to get away scot-free? Um, probably not. PSA, the popo is smarter than you think and they have their ways and at some point or another it's gonna come back to get you you know if you're if you're dumb enough to do it you're dumb enough to leave something a a, a trail behind you and at some point they're gonna come back and get you so i hope that 20 to 30 dollars was worth it i really do i really do because i hope you know I hope it was worth the 20 to 30 years that you're going to spend in prison. I mean, it's crazy. Y'all, it is crazy. Bullying in our schools. I know bullying has always been around. It's a little bit more 
pronounced nowadays than it used to be. I know it's always been a, a part of, of school. Um, how about this? You know, we, we don't have, um, we don't have like the movie channels and stuff here in our house. And, and, you know, most, yeah, the, the movie channels do come with a lot of good movies, but then there's also a lot of trash on those movie channels. You know, when you get in the evenings or, or late at night, you, you get the, you get the stuff that really just shouldn't be on TV. It really shouldn't be there. Um, and, and so, but now I can, I, I can remember when I was 15, 18 years old, 12 years old, whatever I can, I, you know, watching TV, you, you don't hear swear words. And, um, the other night I was watching, um, I don't even know what I was watching. I may not have been watching it period. It may have just been on the TV. And I, usually that's the way it works. I'm sitting on my laptop doing something and, and it's on the TV, but somebody drops the F bomb on, on, on TV. And I stopped and I'm like, what in the world? Did I just hear that right? And then it was followed by another one. And I'm like, what in the world? We can't even have regular TV on. Now TVs are, uh, commercials are filled with um, um, erectile dysfunction medicines. Uh, okay, look, you know what? I, I, I'm pretty sure erectile dysfunction has been around for a long time, guys. Uh, Hollywood, whoever's doing all the, the commercials, I'm sure it's been around. Do we really need a commercial every 10 minutes for a different medication? Do we really need that on TV? I'm pretty sure if a male's going through that, they know they need to go to the doctor. I mean, come on. I, I you know, sports talk radio. Um, there's the, the commercials on sports talk radio for that. Um, you know, it, it's crazy. It is crazy. And I, I can't, I can't be listening to sports talk radio in my truck with my daughter. It makes, it makes me uncomfortable. And I, it's just not what in the world is going on. Now I'm not saying we got to shelter our kids. Not in the slightest. Sheltering is not, I, I don't feel like sheltering is positive for those children. Um, I, I, you know, sheltering, if we go and shelter our kids, then when, when they do fly out of the nest, so to speak, it's going to go ugly. It's going to get ugly. You know, parents, I know it's hard. We're having to make decisions for our kids. You know, hey, how much time do I let them play video games? Um... I really don't think they need to be hanging around that group of people. And, you know, so we have those, those difficult conversations with our kids about making the right choices and, 
him, you know, maybe that's not the best group for you to be around, you know, um, single parents. I'll talk to you for just a second. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess I've mentioned several times, happily married, never had to do single parent life. And I'm very thankful and blessed to, to, for that to, to have taken place. But single parents, let me talk to you for a second. We know you're tired. I know you're tired. And, and I know that if you are having to do both roles, mom and dad, because both kids, both, both, you know, genders of children need that. Boys need a father figure in their life for direction and, and to teach them how to become a man. And girls need that mother figure in their life to talk about the things that girls talk about and the changes that happen in their life. I can't tell you what that feels like as a dad to my daughter. I can't tell you. And neither can my wife really teach my son how to become a man and what it means to be a man and to be respectful towards women and, and how to lend a helping hand and how to not have to have your arm twisted to lend a helping hand. You should have a servant's heart. Jesus Christ came to this earth as a servant. And, and I mean, he, he was doing what God called him to do. He was serving and as I've stated before, if we're built in God's own image, then we should be serving as well. But hey, single parents, I know it's hard, but you're doing a good job. You really are. It may not feel like it. It may feel like the world is 100% against you. It, there's going to be days where you and your children butt heads. And there's going to be days that you probably go to bed just, you know, crying, just done, completely, physically, mentally, emotionally drained. But you keep plugging, okay? You keep digging your heels back and you keep leading those kids like you know how to lead to, to, Households that, that, hey, we're here to, to do this together. I couldn't do it without my wife. And I'll step out and say she probably couldn't do it without me now. It's difficult. It really is hard. Now, if we had to, we would. Because, well... God gave us these two children to raise. They're his children, but they're here for us to raise. And that's what we've got to do, because that's what we're called to do. But hey, moms and dads, we, we, hey, we've got to fight in front of us. We really do. There's a battle out there every single day. We, we usher our kids out the door to school. There's a battle going on. There's a battle going on in our schools. It's a spiritual battle right now. It is a good versus evil if I've ever seen it before in my life. 
It is a, there's temptation around every single corner and it looks good. It looks real good. It's appealing to the eye because that's what the enemy wants it to be. The enemy wants it to be appealing to the eye and it is. Same goes for us adults, same moms and dads. It's very appealing for us. We have our own failures. We have our own temptations out there every day, I'm sure. We all fail every day. I know I do, every single day. But we have to stay strong, no matter how hard it is. Our kids may hate us. But we know in the bottom of our heart that, that is the, the decisions that we're making are the decisions that are for the benefit of these kids. And so my challenge this week is, hey, know that you're doing a good job. You're a good parent. If you care about your kids at all, let them know it. It may be difficult, but you know, parents, we've got to be our kids' parents and not their best friend. We've got to be a parent first. Now, I am a shoulder to cry on for both of my kids, and I have been their entire life. There's a handful of people in this world that I would die for, and three of them live in this house. And, you know, as a parent, that's just in, that's just in me. That's instilled in my, my, my being. I had, you know, before when Leslie and I got married, before we had kids, I only had really that one person, physical person to live for. Now I'm always going to live my life for Jesus Christ. I've got to, that's my calling. That's my desire. But I had to, my wife came in second. The, you know, the hierarchy of love is, is, your, your, is God first and then everything else below. So in this household, it's God, wife, children. That's the biblical principle for it. But when I had kids, you're, you, you notice your whole world tends to turn upside down and things start mattering a little bit more than what they used to. You start noticing things more than what you used to. You know, you start, you, you have these different feelings, these different emotions in you. A friend of ours, or, or, or uh, some friends of ours uh, have a little boy and um, he's he's cute as a button, and and they were here last night, and I could see, I could see them how they interacted with their son, and I've known these, I've known these individuals for quite a while. Uh, we all have a history together, so to speak. Um. Loved them, love them like my own kids, 
And to see them with their kid is just, it's it warms my heart, but I also can see that kid's got a long road in front of him just because of the world we live in. But I know that those parents are going to instill the right morals and, and ethics into that young man so that he knows the way from right from wrong. We've got to do that to our kids, y'all. We've got to do that. We're going to get that, well, my parents never did it to me. Well, then guess what? Start now. Here's your opportunity to fix it. Start now. Well, that turned out okay. Well, maybe you did. Maybe you did. But you know what? The blind squirrel always or occasionally also finds a nut. Just because you turned out okay doesn't mean that your kid's going to turn out okay if you don't instill those same values into them. Do you want your kid to go down that same road you did? I don't. Not saying that my road was bad, because it wasn't. But, and, and not saying that my testimony was something miraculous. It was, but it's my testimony. No, I wasn't a drug addict. No, I wasn't uh, addicted to alcohol or, or no, I didn't. I haven't been to jail and all that stuff, you know, and, and, but it's still, it's my story that makes it special. You have the same story. Not in the same sense of it's identical, but you have a story. But we have to treat, we have to teach our children right from wrong. I, I I hope, well, I can't, I don't know. You know, the, the two 16-year-olds that I mentioned earlier, I, I played the what-if game. What if their parents would have taught them right from wrong? Maybe they did, and maybe they just strayed away. It happens. I've known quite a few. It happens. It's scary. But I also know quite a few that never strayed away. They still know right from wrong. And they're adults now. They have their own children. To the parents that are separated from their children because of divorce. You know, maybe maybe one spouse has the child all the time and you, you get the child every other weekend. You know what? That every other weekend, make it 100% worth it. Make sure your child knows you love them. You, maybe you get to use some of this good technology like FaceTime or, or uh, you know, uh, it, you can... You can well, Skype's not really a thing anymore, but uh, you can FaceTime with them and see that get that face-to-face interaction. Make every bit of it count. Go into a room by yourself where it's just you and them and spend that quality time with them, even if it is through a screen. You never know what kind of impact you're making. But you keep it up and you let that child know how much you love them and 
those words will, will ring in their ears forever. How much you love them. There was never a doubt. There's never a doubt how much my parents loved me, especially growing up. And now, even now, every time I talk to my parents, I tell them I love them or they tell me the same first. And I understand it's not for everybody. Not everybody has that luxury. I, I know there are people that wish they could still talk to their parents and tell them that they love them. I know there are people that wish they could still talk to their kids and tell them that they love them. Take advantage of that opportunity. Y'all, this world ain't going to get no better. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. I don't really think we've we've even broke the surface yet as to how bad it could get. I hope we have. I hope we've gone past it. I hope we're at the bottom of that valley and we're ready to start climbing back up that mountain where it starts getting better, but I really don't think we are. You know, the stuff going on overseas between Ukraine and Russia. We've got violence everywhere. Drugs everywhere. It's just, it's, I mean, y'all, it is, it's a falling creation. It is a fallen creation. If you don't think so, go back and read through the scriptures. Go back to the Old Testament. Read about some of the fallen creation. Tell me it doesn't kind of match up to what's going on today. You know, tell me that it doesn't seem like we're we're just really falling backwards right now. I hope that tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, I hope that that maybe there's something that I said that rings true in your heart or really reminds you, hey, I am doing a good job. Or, you know what? There are some some ways that I can get better. Y'all know me. I'm all about getting better. How can I get better today than I was yesterday? How can life in this house be better today than it was yesterday or be better tomorrow than it was today? There's always a goal. Matthew McConaughey, he he did a speech, and I'm not even going to quote the whole speech because I'm just kind of doing this off the cuff. But, you know, when he won an award, he's like somebody asked him, you know, who do you who do you? who do you strive to be? And he's like, you know, there's three people. And one of them was him in 10 years. And so he can always strive to get better. And so that goal is always out there in front of him. Make that goal that you want to be better tomorrow than you were today. You want to make a difference tomorrow more than the difference you made today. So parents, go love on your children. Don't think that the discipline that you're putting them under is all bad. You're teaching them, you're raising them. They'll understand one day when they have children of their own. Hey, and whatever you do, go out there and just try to be better today. Try to make today a better day than it was yesterday. Hey, this has been the Average Dad Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Hey, and remember, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the Average Dad Podcast at gmail.com. Be good or be good at it.
See ya. <laughs>